0: My name is Brandon Wade, but you can call me Mr. Brandon Wade. You can call me B2. You can call me B squared. You can call me B Wade. But I got two rules for you if you're going to call me anything. Speak life and keep it real. If you do that, you're good in my book. Welcome to Pay It Forward. Whether this is a short episode or a long episode, I give you the greatest commodity that I have. Myself, who I am, who I'm learning to be, and who I've been. I give you my experiences. I give you my heart. I give you the parts of myself that even I don't necessarily want people to know. So if you're going to show up here, my only request to you is this. If you blessed by anything that you hear from me, pay it forward to somebody else and speak life into the people that you are around. So let's check out what the show is about today. Uh, the person that I have with me is um the founder of the real prayer movement. Um I found him uh 3 years ago. We um we, I, I, he, he had approached me. I was at a movie premiere. Um, I was at, a, a a friend of mine, uh, Andrew Steele, his movie premiere, uh, for Wish Man, the movie about Frank Shankwitz. I was there for, with his, with him. And I just happened to be, you know, hanging around. I'd come out of a really bad spot, uh, dealing with some, some abuse, just spiritual, emotional abuse. And I was just in a really bad place and, uh, we was hanging out at the bar and he approached me and he says, man, can I pray for you? And I'm like, yeah, I guess, bro. Like, I mean, sure, I guess. And he prays for me and we talk a little bit about God. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Like, I wasn't really interested in hearing anything too much about God from anybody. But um, time passed and, you know, I was going through some things and we ended up getting connected. And he told me that he had this group called the Real Prayer Movement and they meet, you know, every night at 930, 1030 Pacific. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess, you know, 15 minutes of prayer, maybe, you know, it's an hour. I said, but I guess I can spend 15 minutes one day. And, you know, I, I ended up, you know, really just kind of getting connected and um, it ended up being a safe space for me. So what I wanted to do is is not for any, you know, political or religious reason, you know, just I want to invite this this brother on the show. Uh, his name is Daniel Kelly, also known as a as as they say, like um also known as dk or dbk and he is the uh founder of the real prayer movement and he is an, an actor as we call what we do spiritual advising so uh welcome daniel man thank you for having me uh thank you for letting me have you on the show I'm about, to, I, I, I'm about to invite you onto the own show thank you for having me man well thank you for cc i'm about to do it again <laughs> thank you c i'm about to do it again hey it's thank really you, good
1: to have you on the show Man, I'm I'm pumped, man. I'm excited. Thank you, bro, for uh introducing me, for having me here. Um out of all the interviews I've done, this is probably one of the most exciting ones. I, I can already tell, you know, <laughs> like I just, I feel like I'm talking to a bro, you know?
0: That's cool, man. That's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm looking for, man. That's like, that's hopefully the vibe that I can get. Cause I, I always want authentic experiences, man. And I, right. you know, I know that we've, you know, we've done our share of stuff, you know, we've gone different places and had different experiences, but you know, when it came to me, cause I was like, if I'm going to interview you, I was like, I don't really know because you and I have done stuff before and just gone. And what I mean for everybody that I'm talking about is because we're in this spiritual group, we go places, you know, we, we speak life into people and, you know, we meet people wherever it is that they add. And we just go for the specific purpose of being a blessing to people, whether that means helping them out, whether that means, you know, hang, you know, whether that means like, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily always mean praying for folk. It sometimes just means being a positive presence in an environment. You know, we literally go with the intention of helping people. I mean, we went to Huntington beach one time we broke, you know, you know, he broke up a fight between two off duty, duty cops. You know, (laughs) we, we, we walk the streets and we do a lot of stuff, but because we've had these experiences, I was like, well, how can I interview somebody that I feel like I kind of know, but there's stuff that I don't know about you. And I, and I realized, man, there's a lot of things we don't know and I don't know what it has been for you to create a ministry where there's one there's so many ministries out there like sure. you you know that there's there's churches everywhere there's ministries everywhere and You know, so for the first thing I know I want to ask you is just could you give everybody like just an overview of like your personal story? Like why? Why? Why did you even beyond the spiritual aspect? Why did you want to create a ministry? Like what guided you in this in this time? Like, why do you want to create a ministry? Why did you even want to do this?
1: Well, to be honest, I did not see myself doing this at all. Word, Uh, (laughs) ministry (laughs) was far from me. I mean, if somebody told me years ago, like, let's say 20 years ago that I'd be doing this, I would have thought you were crazy. Uh, (laughs) I heard that. Real talk, man. Because, I mean, I started off dancing, uh, being a professional dancer, been on some TV shows for dancing and acting. And um, it just, I didn't see myself doing ministry back then. But it wasn't until I met uh, my mentor. Yeah that things changed. Word. you know I remember uh it sounds crazy but true story I, I was going to this Chinese church at the time. Um, a black man in a Chinese church. Black man in Chinese church, real talk. Uh, Chong Chong Wen. wol Chong Yeah, he, I, yeah
0: you yeah you do that. Speak Chinese? Speak Chinese on him.
1: Hey, you know? Hey, huh. got got to Wo Heran. Hung Gashinger I I said um I'm black. Very nice to meet tra- you. <laughs> just do, do random <laughs> stuff, you know? <laughs>
0: hey, I got to get the Google translate for that one, man. You know, Google translate looking pretty good. So I got to get that till I get my language gang up. You feel me?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I'm just, uh, growing up, I was real, real heavy into like Asian culture. And, um, there's a lot of people I grew up with, like they were Asian, um, you know, Vietnamese, Chinese, whatever, whatever the case might be. And, uh yeah, I just wanted to pursue the language. And um, it's crazy because a friend of mine, he told me to, uh, he said, you should go uh, to a Chinese church. Hmm. And I was like, okay, this is this is kind of, it's kind of genius, actually, you know? If, right, I can I, see that. If I go to a church, Chinese church, whatever, then I can, if they truly believe in Jesus, like they say, they should be accepting of a black man that, like myself. huh. that's true. So, ended up going to this church, and uh, I ended up meeting a black man through the Chinese <laughs> church.
0: <laughs> now, nah, two black people meeting in a Chinese church where there are no black that's that's, that's different,
1: completely different. And my mentor, th- th- this guy that I'm about to talk to you all about who changed my life, I mean, this dude is completely not Chinese like this dude is an OG from Compton I mean used to hang out with like Tookie Williams and them uh, one of the founder you know the founder of the Crips yeah and I mean that's that was his lifestyle Um, and I met him through this church because somebody at the church said oh you you and uh, you and uh, Monday would connect really well together uh, okay so ended up calling him up and he read me like a book. Uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, is this Monday? And he's like, yeah, uh, who's this? You know, he's he's old school, right? Yeah, right, right. And um, I said, hey, my name is Daniel. Um, the church I was going to, you know, they, they introduced me to you. And then he just prophesied over my life. You know, he told me things that my best friends, my family members didn't know. And to this day literally almost everything he said has come to pass in my life
0: word word
1: wow yeah that's
0: a really important i mean that's a really important element like you tell like like what kind of stuff has happened i mean for you just like i mean you i mean because because People ain't never seen something like that. You know, for me and you, it's a little bit more regular, but like people ain't never seen nothing like that. It's not really so much about the spiritual element. But like, have you ever experienced anything that was real cool that kind of just came from that? Just like, you know, have you been anywhere? You have anything, anything cool that's like happened or whatever?
1: Yeah, he he told me years ago that I would be going to Dubai. I had never been to Dubai before. And he said I'll be doing Bollywood films. I didn't know anything about that and ended up going to Dubai, shot a Bollywood film. And he told me that I would be doing martial arts and never did martial arts before and actually ended up getting involved in it. And now I love it. So it's like he knew things about me, that I didn't even know about me. That's
0: wild. Like, cause I mean, I grew up, you know, like I said, i have grown up in a lot of environments, man. And my mom used to, uh, you know, she, she used to go to a psychic a lot. And so, you know, I grew up hearing things where someone would be like, oh yeah, like they predicted this or they did this and that. And I mean, so to hear that from a different perspective has got to be something else too. And especially when you see that stuff kind of just come to pass in your life, especially you ain't thinking nothing about that. And all of a sudden that happens. That's gotta be wild for real,
1: man. When he did that, I was shocked i was I was shook, I was shocked. I mean, anywhere you could think of like but deep down inside, I was like, "This is what I've been looking for because he was literally saying the things some of the things that have always been in my heart, things that mm, I had never okay. shared with family members or loved ones, like things that I've just pondered to myself but word. never expressed to anyone else
0: word. And that's a powerful thing. Like, I think that's like really the difference in like just getting someone being able to really see you, you know, get to the root of what you are thinking and feeling and kind of bring life out of you. Like, that had to be really meaningful. How would how did that how did that feel for you?
1: It was very uplifting, man. Um I I felt like I finally understood the answer to life like people are always looking for the answer to life and and when you understand it's just a relationship it's a Mm -hmm. relationship with god and yeah when i experienced that i'm like i get it Mm -hmm. because a lot of people say oh i have a relationship with god but no this is when he was telling me these things about my life i was like how do you know these things he's like well brother i'm always praying and fasting
2: I'm always, I'm
1: always talking to god so the only reason why he was able to tell tell me these things about my life was because of his relationship with
0: word the word word yo that's gotta have been really meaningful like i mean even having that kind of experience you know a lot of people are are plugged in in different ways and you know they have their you know people have different ideologies and stuff but to have something that gives you Groundedness and foundation and is able to really um, connect you and help you enrich other people's lives like that you know I'm a big believer that if you really are you know whether you say that you're a Christian or whether you say that you are you know whether you whatever faith that you have even if you just have faith in yourself what purpose is it if you're not enriching the lives of other people like that's actually what I was talking about with the last dude that I was interviewing so I think it's just kind of cool how that all ties in and that's wild <sighs>
1: man I, I i was shocked and i was so excited i didn't know exactly what was going to happen in my life but i was excited
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you look you you meet a black man in a chinese church and the first thing he does is tell you everything about yourself i probably wouldn't know where i was going either <laughs> you know <laughs> what i'm saying i should i feel yes i'd be like hey bro i don't man, I i guess crazy and so you know what, but one thing I know I wanted to ask you about because I never I never really asked you. So it's a cool, it's a cool situation because um you talked about there was a period of time in y'all in in y'all life when you created, when you started the real prayer movement. Like, could you tell us like a little bit about like how you started the real prayer movement? Cause there was a period before everybody pulled up. Like, what was that? What what was that for you? Like, what how did take take us on how that started?
1: man it started off um with my mentor flying out to southern california all right um even though he's from out here he travels all across the nation and he speaks at people's churches homes businesses and this business owner flew him out word and so happened to be about 30 minutes from my house we didn't we didn't plan that or anything oh wow okay And this is me meeting him for the first time, us having developed a relationship over the phone for the first three years. And a business owner flew him out and the business owner had him pray for his business, Mm. his construction firm. Mm. And I I, I didn't know people did that. I didn't know, know ministers get flown out to bless somebody's business. Right. So I I would watch him, and we were praying in this man's business in in Orange County from uh, Monday through Saturday. Sometimes we would go from 12 p.m. all the way down to like 4 p.m. Wow. And I saw him interact with people, prophesy to people, tell them things about people's lives. I would also see him perform supernatural miracles that I've never seen before. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I literally saw him pray for someone that had cancer and they didn't have cancer anymore.
2: Oh, oh, okay. yeah, Okay.
1: Yeah. And do I'm, it. man, I'm just tripping out, but taking notes at the same time. Right. And then he, it was time for him to leave. Um, you know, he, he finished his assignment, you know, he blessed the business and the business actually ended up prospering, you know, wow in 1 month's time span that business made more money than they ever did before wow just from incorporating prayer wow you know they had their employees pray they had i mean everybody was praying <laughs> wow so when it was time for him to leave to 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 go back on the road him and his family um he told me he said brother whatever you do make sure you keep the prayer going okay OK. And I just took that as my assignment. He was like, brother, you don't want to stop the prayer. You know, I he from watching him, I noticed that. People will pray, but then they stop. Right. When something bad happens to them, they mm-hmm. go through a challenging, tough time um, or they end up getting really successful and they just stop praying.
2: Word, word, word. Right. Yeah.
1: And I saw that and he, he he warned me, he said, brother, you want to keep the prayer going. It's like a, it's like like a relationship, a marriage.
0: Word. Right.
1: Right. 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 I see what you're talking about. Right. You know, you don't you, you don't want to divorce your spouse. You know, you know, right. if you're spending all this time with God, you don't want to just be like, peace out. Like, I'm, I'm good.
0: Right. You'd be like, all right, I'll see you later. You know. And, and so you took that as like a literal thing. Cause see, the thing is, is that I could imagine a lot of people hearing, keep the prayer going. And they'll go like, cause I mean, I could see it for myself. Like, you know, in, in, if, if, if I was thinking from a spiritual mindset or whatever, I'd be like, man, keep the prayer going. I'd be like, Oh no doubt, man, prayers up. You know, I'm going to, you know, send a <laughs> prayer two up each day or whatever and say, man, that's crazy. Like I would not have taken that with the same weight of someone literally just being like, keep the prayer going. So you took that as a like full on this is what I'm going to do with my life. This is what you're saying you took that as like a full on this is what I'm going to be in my life assignment.
1: Yes. Um and it was it was it was difficult. Um, okay. Because nobody really wanted to pray after the prophet left. <laughs> really? Really? And no, he was literally. It's kind of like relying on a minister, relying on someone to pray for you. Right. But right. then once that person leaves, it's like, you know, they don't pray. Right. Do
0: so, 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 if you could walk me through this, like after his, so after you having this cool time, y'all praying 12 to 4, y'all going in, you're growing spiritually, as you'd say, X, Y, and Z. He goes, all right, keep the prayer going. And he leaves. What happens when he leaves? People just stop praying like they don't they don't come around the they don't come around, you know, what happens? Like.
1: Well, people stop praying. They they ended up like backsliding and and doing the same thing that they were originally doing in the beginning. No doubt. And and I'm trying to, you know, round up the people like, hey, just because this guy left doesn't mean that we stop praying. Okay. So it it was hard because initially we were meeting this in this person's business, Mm -hmm. and even the business owner wasn't praying like that. Oh dang! Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. So once the business owner stopped praying, everyone stopped praying. All right. So I was like, I don't know what to do. You know, I was initially I was I was seeing calling up friends to see if we could pray at their house or whatever. Okay. Okay. That didn't work. Um, and then it just kind of came to me like conference com.
0: Really? Okay. So you guys, so then that's when, because I know I came around, I came in the ministry around the time y'all had the conference call. So conference call. So you just were like, that was that where conference? So that's where conference call formed.
1: Basically, it, because I was, I was just trying to figure out a way for us to keep praying and be consistent um, and that was the only possible mm-hmm. thing. One one of the only possible ideas that came to me, and it just—I guess it was the, the the right timing because COVID happened shortly after.
0: Word, word. So the phone it's the phone thing wasn't around that long. Um, for so for everyone that doesn't know, the real prayer movement is on Zoom now, but it it, it doesn't. It it used to be a phone service where we used to all kind of call in on a phone call, but he's, but I wasn't around before then. I know there was something that you said about y'all used to like meet in person. Y'all used to go hang out and do stuff like that. I wasn't around for that. So you were doing all this by yourself is what you're saying. Like, was that what you're saying? Like, were you, you were doing this by yourself?
1: Basically there, there was, I had one good friend and okay. I, he's still a brother to this Word. day. Word. And he he really helped me a lot. Word. Um, okay All right. uh, Shout out to my brother, Arrow. No doubt. Um, He he really helped me. Uh, It was for a while. It was just me and him. Really? It was just me and him. That was like my road dog, my partner. And then there was times where it was just me. Hmm. You know, and then it was just me and then it was me and him and then we got a little traction going okay and then it was just me again <laughs> got a little more traction dang. going dang dang it was just me again <laughs> dang
0: that's crazy
1: okay you know and we we would go and not just we had the conference call .com but we also would visit people's homes okay um, so people would invite us to their homes they would have whole potlucks Wow. And we had like I remember this one person's home they, they were getting They were running out of space in their home Okay, okay, so a lot of people were showing Alright A lot of people were showing up But every, Everyone wanted The supernatural, but they didn't want to Put in the work To get the supernatural
0: Interesting You know what, that's not surprising though Because, you know, in, in life, you know People want to win the lottery, you know, it's like You know, a lot of times we don't really want to know what to do with money, but everybody wants to win the lottery. You feel me? So maybe it's kind of like, was it so you think it's kind of like that? Exactly. okay, no doubt. Now, I'm curious, man, like as a a minister, because you meet a lot of different people. You're going a lot of different places. How does that make you feel when you're, you know, you're talking to somebody and whatever it is you're talking to them and they seem really happy and they seem really excited. And then all of a sudden they're just like, like, I don't know, gone. Maybe they come back later on. I don't know. I don't know. How does it make you feel to, to have these interactions? Like, how does that make you feel?
1: Frustrated. Um, all right, because yeah, you I, don't. I, I spend so much time trying to invest into these people, trying to help them, Word. trying to pray with them, like Word. being that listening ear, Word. being with them in their time of need and then they just peace out you know and some of them actually actually a lot of them and it end up becoming temporarily s- successful oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah, like, yeah peace out dk i got what i wanted peace out per movement i'm yo, out you know
0: yeah yo, that sound like it would be like like hell of feeling used in that way like you know that's exactly. something i don't think we you know people get to talk about a lot is like what do you really like? Like, what do you really feel like uh, after like, you know, you were doing this prayer movement a long time, you know, praying by yourself, doing all this stuff? Like, what does it really feel? What does it really feel like for you to kind of just. Have felt like you carried this like because yeah, like, have you had any experiences that like you that really stick out to you?
1: Um. Just being tired were uh, really tired. And I mean, even previous to meeting you, Brandon and, and Kimberly, shout out to Kimberly, a, and some others, like I was just tired and, and I'm, I was still going to keep praying no matter what. Cause I just, I just know to keep doing that. But I was kind of like on autopilot for, for a hot second. Okay. Yeah. I can feel that. And, um, I needed I guess that inspiration cuz I was sacrificing so much like word my money, time, energy trying to help other people.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah.
1: And not really taking care of myself. Right. Now that's an
0: interesting thing because you know that's something that came to me recently. Um like when I sac like when when we sacrifice stuff, that's something that's actually gonna be something I probably talk about and I'll pay it forward to. When we sacrifice stuff, it came to me that like when we give and we don't really have it to give, it almost becomes like a debt. Like because then it it's like, and did you ever feel like? you either or people either owed you for the stuff that was going on or like in just in your own life that you felt like that there was a debt somewhere along. I don't know if that's what you felt. I know that that's kind of like what I I feel in just sometimes in my own life. So I don't know if you ever felt that way.
1: I would say so. And it was was not, it was more so like, like debt to God, not even, not even necessarily me, but I heard that like, God ended up doing so much for you, Mm -hmm. you know, your whole life is transformed, but when it comes to God or God's people, like you, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to support, you don't want to love on them in any way. It's like, it's a a two way streak.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. Like, like, and, and just thinking about what you're doing and, you know, having this interaction with different people and then you don't know if they're going to come back. You don't know if they're going to do that. Like, you know, what is, you know, what is that like? Cause I mean, would you say that the harder things that you've experienced have come from being around people or by not being around people? Like, Were they hard? Was it? Was it? Was was it? Would would it be by the who? What? which do you think it was? If or if if
1: either?
2: Hmm,
0: that's a great question.
1: I would say being around people. Interesting. I I love people.
2: Right? Hey, I really
1: do. (laughs) Okay, but after so many times, people, you know, beat down on you. Like I'm right when you're trying to help people, and they're you know you, you. a lot of people I meet are really hurt. They're really in pain. Right, right, right. And it's like, they're very fragile. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. trying my best to share with them what the Lord wants to do in their life. Getting divine inspiration, sending, right. the, message, sending right. the message to them. And then they just shoot down the message. <laughs> and I'm like, don't shoot the messenger, y'all. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to tell the truth in love. And you just you just getting angry. And I'm like, I'm just.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess just it's a hu- It's like the human component, man, like like the, the component is that whether you're delivering a message that's going to give them a check or you get delivering a message that's going to give them an eviction. I could see where you would kind of see it like, hey, bro, like I'm not the one really in charge of the message. I'm just kind of bringing it to your door. Like you can just like beating up the mailman because they gave you an eviction notice, and it's like, well, eviction notice ain't come from me, but from the mailman. So like, I get where you're coming from, man. I mean, um, what does it look like, you know, to you? Like, so then here's here's a good question. Like, what does a day look like to you when you're prepping for a prayer call? because there's a lot of people that's listening that's going to be like, when the actual flip is this dude talking about right now? So, like, what is a person? What does it look like for you preparing for a prayer call? Because if you're if you're leading and you're founding a prayer movement, like, what does that look like for you? What do you have to think about? Like, you know, take us in your head, man. What do you like think about when you do that?
1: That's a great question. Thank you, brother. Um, I would say, so writing down my dreams, my visions, okay. even before I get on the line. Interesting. Okay. Uh, like today, for instance, okay. I. When I woke up, I had some some crazy dreams about some people in the prayer okay. movement. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so this is these are some of the things I need to be praying for. Okay. I need to be, need to be praying for these people about mm-hmm. these particular things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because I see many times anytime God gives me a dream nowadays <laughs> okay. I do not sleep on the dream. Word. I mean in two thousand nineteen I had a dream Kobe Bryant passed away. Wow, And that was before he passed, too. before yeah. he passed, uh, the Green Ranger, I mean, I've I, nowadays, I really take it as God speaking to me
2: word, word. So okay.
1: even be, even before I get on the Pearl line, I'm writing down my dreams, my visions. Um, I'm getting it trying to get into the right headspace.
0: and I think that's so so you're making preparation. Even before, like you do the you like, cause like me as a video editor, me doing podcasting or whatever. Like when I do that, I'm prepping for different things. It's like you know I'm trying to get in the mindset. And so you're saying that so ministry to, to you in being prepared to lead a prayer call where some people is like, oh, you're going to church. It's just a virtual church or whatever. Like you are mm-hmm. putting directed energy into this.
1: Yes, twenty four seven. My it, I don't technically it's. It's always going. Even when I sleep, I'm still working technically.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. okay. wow. That's, you know, something. And I mean, that's a that's a a, a profound way to look at that. I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, spiritual people that will say that they're, you know, getting, you know, enlightenment of different kinds or getting understanding of different kinds. But that's really different to say, to look at it as you are always working. I could do it it feels like that I mean you know being you know being in that kind of place myself sometimes it feels like that, so I see you man um I, I want to ask you too like like what like like so what do you does it does it mean more for you to kind of do this prayer call than it does to be like a minister because you know you you know you' you're you know you're people may call you a minister, but like would you say it means more than that?
1: Yes. Uh, I, well, so here's the thing. Okay. The word minister has gotten a bad a bad connotation throughout the that years. It has. That it has. And people get triggered when sometimes when people say minister. Yeah. And, and I understand. Word. I get it because I've met ministers that didn't know God at all, and were you know. Ministers whose heart was far from God, but they're just preaching. They're just they're just talking. Um, they're talking out of their pain or Word. whatever the case might be. May be a lot of false representation. Word. So, I I'm open to saying minister if I'm around ministers or formal right quote unquote Christian people right. But I like spiritual advisor because it emphasized the spirit. It emphasized, right. you know, that you, you really have to have the spirit using you. Yeah. You can't, you can't have a disconnect with the spirit in you. If you call okay. yourself a spiritual advisor. I heard that. If you say you're a minister, I mean, you can kind of have a disconnect. But yeah, no, I, I, I use heard both. that
0: word. So you use whatever. So you're saying like, so it's like whatever title like works in whatever environment correct i try to be like all things to all people work cool no and you know what 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 um what i'd wanted to ask too was um what places like like so say you're doing your thing right do you feel at your best your most authentic around people that are in ministry or their pastors like some would say you are or like do you where where do you feel most kind of like yourself like what is that
1: what does that look like for you where do you feel the most yourself <laughs> you know it's funny that you say that man i feel the most myself uh believe it or not in the club in the club <laughs> in, in, okay in bars and i don't drink i don't right. i don't do certain <laughs> things like like i used to i don't right. like, I don't drink, hook up with girls like I used to, but it's like that's where I feel the most authentic. Word, word. Um, when I'm around people in the streets, what I notice is a lot of people. I mean, the church can be so fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love the church. Hear me mm-hmm. out. And I, I, there's a lot of churches that I visited that I've spoken at, but sometimes people forget the struggles that they went through. Yeah. That's a fact. You know, they forget their upbringing. They forget that, you know, they they think they're holier than now. Yeah. And they used to be drug addicts themselves. They used yeah. to do yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yep, yeah. But, but they, they just think, Oh, I'm changed. I'm a changed person. I don't know who that person is anymore.
2: <laughs> you know?
1: So when I go to clubs and bars, different places, like I, like I'm able to relate. Where I'm able word. to feel real authentic and it, it, it helps me to stay grounded.
0: Hey, I heard that. I heard that. I you heard know. that. That's that's and that's and that's a good um that's a good connecting point. And it's like like and even to dig a little bit deeper on that, like on just like where do you feel the most authentic? Like when you when you're making connections with people, are you doing something like, like, like what brings you to, what brings you to life, man? Like what brings you to life about that kind of stuff? Cause like, is there something, cause now that's a question I've never asked you personally. Like, is that like, is there anything about that that brings you to life? Like when you're talking to people, like, like what, what, what does that for you? Like why be a minister? Why even bother? You feel me? Like why bother?
1: Well, I, I, that's a great question, but I love, just meeting different types of people. Word. Um, I love, like in a club setting, for instance, I love music. I, I, I was always a dancer. Word, right. So you have a combination of good music, good people, and it, it's it's so fulfilling. Uh, it, You know, I used to be kind of um, shy. I used to be actually really shy, really, really timid. Years ago and it's so fulfilling meeting someone from a different background, from a different walk of life. Word. Uh picking their brain, understanding where they're coming from, you know. Because of ministry, I've met people that I would have never interacted with before.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Never. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to you have to change like your
0: whole perspective on on how you talk to people and stuff. Like like um, have there just, if you give us some maybe some some examples, like what kind of people have you met being a minister and especially being somebody that's like out there really talking to people like you're not just behind a pulpit or whatever. Like you're like, no, nah, I'm really out here talking to people. Like, What kind of what kind of people have you met? What kind of
1: cultures and people have you gone to? So this is going to be a controversial one. You OK, know? Uh, but we keep it real. This is the yeah, real we, prayer movement. Yes, it is. Yeah, we um, do. People at the strip club. Hey, okay, so you okay, so you met some strippers, no doubt. Uh and I I'm typically I've been to bars and clubs, but I guess I never I have friends that had went to a strip club, but for some reason it never happened to me when I was Word. in high school and college. Word. And um it just kinda happened where a friend of mine, he was in need and he was uh he was celebrating his birthday and he was like, Hey man, can you come to my birthday, man? And I like I would love for you to be there. Only thing is, is at a strip club, and I'm like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> God could be anywhere, right, right." And when I showed up, like it was crazy. He 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 never saw something like that. Yeah, <laughs> he so never you- <laughs> saw a man of God in in a strip club, but. But being pure at the same time,
0: right? Because I was—I was trying I was to say I was like, "Listen, there's been plenty of men that God in strip clubs." I was like, "They ain't necessarily go because they was trying to pray for nobody." I was like, "So that's a new one," I said.
1: Man. That's a new one for real. <laughs> and like, I, I even had a friend. He was like, "Hey, man you you get a lap dance in the name of the Lord?" <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a wild, that's a diabolical statement. A lap Straight dance up. in the name
0: of the Lord is crazy.
1: Straight up and. I, I was laughing. I was like, bro, you know, all those women that, that came up to me at the club, I was telling him, I said, we just prayed, man. Like, real talk. And he's like, what? He <laughs> <laughs> like, was like, does not compute. You didn't get yeah. a lap back.
0: You, didn't, you just <laughs> prayed with these women? That's,
1: like, what yeah, That's what I'm talking about. No, That's what I'm talking about. like, real talk, bro. Real talk.
0: Real talk. You ain't really, you ain't really do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Yes, bro. That's that's all we did. Now, don't get me wrong. They're beautiful. Right. And right. Everything like that. But it just. I didn't have that desire like that. Right. You know, and and even the women I was talking to, they they didn't understand.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Like one girl was like, you don't want these goodies. I'm like, nah, sis. <laughs> <laughs> you don't <you>, want <laughs> yo, yo, these goodies. It's crazy. <laughs> you, you, you my sister what i mean like uh-huh. i look at things differently now than how i back then when i was like in the streets i mean i would have been all over these women but it's it was it it was just funny oh you
0: know, that's hilarious that yeah, that's, that's so, so 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 then pointed out as, as not even as a minister because that's such a a, a title like as someone who It's really tapping in, you know, and it's there for a purpose because, you know, it's a difference between being somewhere and being somewhere for a purpose. Like, that's really cool about you that you're going for the sake of a purpose. Like, how do you how does that change how you see people you interact with? Like, you're not better than nobody, but like, how does how does that if you're saying that about yourself, how does that change how you interact with people? Like, how does that change, like, how you look at women or how you look at people? Like, how do you see them from your eyes?
1: Man. Well, I I see them nowadays. Like I have to kind of check myself because I I I use the word sister a lot, you know. Right, right. And um, that's kind of my way of being safe. You know, Aye, I I
2: heard that. I heard that.
1: I heard <laughs> that's that. My, like that's my way of friend zoning someone. <laughs> you know, uh-huh, hey uh-huh. sister. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh-huh. You know, nice to meet you, sister. And um, so it's um. Can you remind me one more time what you were sharing? Yeah, no,
0: what I, w- I was just asking, like, how does it change how you see people? How does it change how you see women? Like, how does it change how you interact with people in general going there, is it? Is it? Do you think it's the purpose that changes it? Is it like, because you're thinking in the back, I'm a Christian, I don't want to sin? Is it like, is it, what's, what, how does it, what changes how you look at women? Like, or how you look at people in general?
1: Well, for me nowadays, like, I see them as my sister. I see Word. them, like... I try to put myself in the shoes of like a father. Interesting. Okay. Like if, if I'm a father and I got daughters, like how am I going to be treating them? Yo.
0: That's interesting. So you see yourself going in the situations almost like these are like little sisters, almost like they're like kids and you're like a father. Exactly. Interesting. Yo, that is really something. And I mean, I think that, 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 you know, that's a, that's a very unique way to look at life because, I mean, to go to, to, like I said, to go to functions, to go to clubs, you know, I, I love clubs and parties myself, you know, but to go for that reason, like, um, and I just, I'm just, you know, curious too, because even with all the stuff that you've, you've been through, um, what is, what is your, probably your main motivation, you know, to keep being a, a minister? You know, at this point, because like you know, clearly you got all these other paths or whatever. Like you could probably do. Like why why be a
1: minister? Like what's the what's the goal? Man, I just love God. You know, I I mean, I know that's not necessarily um, the best of answers per se, but it's like I I understand what it means to be to live a life of obedience more so. Like what if, you know to me, it's like either you're obedient to God or you're not. Right. And being a minister, serving God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, to me that's that's the life he intended all of us to live, not just me. Right. So when I say I'm a minister, really we're all called to be ministers in a certain sense. You know, it may not look exactly like what I'm doing, but we're all called to be vessels. You know what?
0: I feel that for real, because that kind of connects with the whole point of pay it forward. Even when 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 I first started pay it forward, I wasn't planning on it just being anything but a show about positivity. But the whole thing was take what you have, pay it forward to the next person. And it's interesting you brought that up about ministry. Like I've never heard it. I've never even heard it like that, like that ministry is really just. Paying it forward to other people like that we're all kind of called to do that regardless of where we are in life. Yo, that's a really, that's a really interesting way to look at. I never, I've never would have thought of ministry in that way, man. You know, go ahead. Is there any, and I was just going to say too, um, is there, is there any kind of, uh, idea or whatever? Cause Now I'm curious what you would, what, what thing you would just say if you were able to share something to like a pastor or like if somebody that happened to be in ministry and they were in Christian ministry of some sort, like, what would you, what would you say to them to encourage them or do anything like that? Like, would you have anything that you'd say to them? Like, if you thinking like that, like, I don't know.
1: Uh, Stay authentic. Word. Uh, um, Keep praying and fasting. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, and I'm sure there's gonna be people that are gonna say, "How is he able to go to these places and not yeah. like?" Yeah, there's gonna like, be a bunch uh, of
0: people little thinking you little... capping right now. Right, I was like, up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, now I know for real, he's actually not capping about that, but like, he's that I, a bunch of people gonna be like, "Yeah, that's cap." Ain't no way you going. You walked into a strip club and prayed for people, but like, you got so like, yeah, I just had to say that.
1: No, no worries. Um. staying authentic staying real um knowing your your boundaries um Mm, that's a good one because for me if i know i'm i'm feeling a certain way like if i'm in my flesh whatever i'm not gonna go out word word you know i'm just i'm just not gonna function like that because i know that the reason why i'm there at the place is to 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 talk to a girl or something like that. Word. You know, have healthy boundaries for myself, not only with stuff like that, but with other people. Word. Um, you know, because you know, take having people take advantage of you, it can drain you. And, Word. And then next thing you know, you don't want to do ministry anymore. You don't want to help other people.
0: That's a good point, bro. And, and and even along those lines, I wanted to ask, like, what what do you think? And, and, and I don't know if you'll be able to say because you may or may not. But like, what do you think is probably like the simplest thing way you could explain ministry to someone who is listening to this? And is like, I was listening to 45 minutes of I don't know what the flip just happened. Like, what do you think is the simplest way to just describe ministry, what you do and like what God, you know, you saying God's called you to do? Like, what's the simplest way to describe that?
1: Helping people experience heaven in
0: their life. That is a really, that is about as as straightforward and as simple as you can get, helping people experience heaven in their life, that people can experience that every day. Shoot. I don't know. I might've, I might've listened to that, you know, had it been (laughs) 17 years ago, I might've actually been like, well, I at least, I at least have thought about it, you know? So that's, 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 that's something else for real, bro. So, um, you know, last, you know, last thing, cause you know, um, uh, like I said, you know, the time has kind of flown by, just like right. just like I thought. Um, one last thing I wanted to bring up too is like like um what do you like like what goal do you have? Like what goals do you have in the future when it just comes to like what you want out of maybe not even just the prayer movement and ministry? Do you have any personal goals? Like you wanna like like what things do you wanna do? In in life that you know are gonna you know glorify God in that way like what things you what things are you trying to do?
1: Thank you so much for that that um, that question, brother. So I, I want to do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I want to be an A list actor slash okay. entertainer. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to compete in the Olympics. For okay. Martial arts.
2: Okay. Um,
1: and this is a big one. You know. All right. This, this is this is something this that is a that might. Might take a little faith for some of the viewers. All right. One day, I want to potentially run for president.
0: Oh, all right. President, President Kelly is the President Kelly. We don't know what run that's going to be. That's what I'm talking about, though. You ain't no nothing that says you can't do it.
1: Exactly. And I mean, so much. I want to have my own uh, hotel slash resort. All right. Uh, I, I have this whole, well, you know what? I'm not going to give away the idea. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. somebody else
0: will take it. Hey, can't let um, them have too much, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yo, man. Um. Well, I I want to say that you know, thank you for giving us you know more of an insight into who you are as a person, like what your experiences are, and like what it means to kind of be uh, be a, be someone who's doing something really unconventional you know, and thank you just for what it is that you do, because, you know, I've been a part of the prayer movement for a while. Prayer movement runs rain, snow, sleet or shine. Like it doesn't matter if it's, it doesn't matter what day of the week, somebody going to be on that call. And that's kind of what drew me to it. And so, you know, thank you for what you do and for, um, for paying it forward because you had to have given something, you know, in order for people to be able to see you. So, man, I, I appreciate what you do. And, and for anybody that's interested, uh, the real prayer movement, I'll leave, uh, I'll leave the, um, I'll leave the notes. I'll leave, uh, some of the details in the notes, uh, underneath the podcast information. So you can find, uh, the real prayer movement where it is, uh, runs Monday through Friday and, uh, Sundays. Uh, I only know this because I've been a part of it. Uh, but, Yeah, man, I don't know if there's anything else, you know, you just want to say to the people or you want to add anything that you feel like would be a value before, you know, um, before we, you know, just say we're going to pay it forward. Man, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add.
1: Um, Well, I just want to say that you're loved for anyone that's listening in. There's someone out there that truly loves you, loves every single aspect of who you are and is watching over you. And I know sometimes it doesn't seem like there's somebody out there, but there truly is somebody that's watching you. And I just pray that God would reveal himself to each person that's listening. I pray that you, God, will become more real to everybody listening than the skin on their bones, that they would be able to experience the supernatural power of your Holy Spirit. I thank you so much for dreams, visions, miracle healings, whatever the case may be, God. I thank you, God, for helping that person that's tuning in that has been struggling with their sleep. Thank you, God, for helping them to have better sleep, for helping them to be able to rest through the night. I thank you also for that person that struggled, God, with uh, drug use. God, for helping them, God, to be able to get off the the substances, whatever the case may be. So we just thank you so much for this time. And I thank you for my bro. And we just bless you in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen somebody out there gonna be blessed off of that dude i appreciate you for uh coming on the show giving and donating and sowing your time man thank you for paying it forward in in my life and in the lives of whoever might have been listening and being blessed man Yo, so i appreciate everybody for pulling up this is daniel kelly you can find him too at uh daniel kelly underscore dbk uh you can also find us at the real prayer movement um that is the instagram and so prayer movement on facebook um yeah, and, and, you know, Mondays through Fridays and Sundays, you know, you could likely see us, you know, somewhere. But um, whether you see me or see him, you going not see somebody. So, um, you know, thank you all for for pulling up. You know, I always say we're going to always have more segments in the future. Uh, more guests, different people from different walks of life, man. But, man, thanks for coming on the show, man. And thanks for paying it forward. man. appreciate you. Thank you, bro. All right. Pay it forward, gang. Peace. Shalom. <laughs> y'all. Y'all say y'all keep it real. All right
1: the show